Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to a seemingly endless problem with your host, Kisa Amaro, certified integrative health coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And if you would like more support in reducing your cravings so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your cravings for good. There's no obligation on this call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. I only open up a few of these calls each week. So if you would like support in reducing your cravings, then head to the show notes and follow my calendar link to book a call. Okay, my friends, onto our topic of the day, why diets don't work. If you are listening to my podcast, you have most likely tried different diets, maybe calorie counting, low carb, low fat, keto, paleo, South beach, Mediterranean, vegan, cabbage soup diet, the grapefruit diet, juice cleanses, and the list goes on. There are thousands of different diets out there, (laughs) each with their own food rules, eat this, not that, or eat this much at this time, or eat this many of meals. You hear, you know, you hear about a diet that your friend lost a bunch of weight on and you're motivated to try it. So you get a meal plan, go grocery shopping and set out on your journey. Day one goes well and you execute the meal plan perfectly. You are really proud of yourself and feeling great. Day two and three come along and once again, eat exactly what you were supposed to eat. But then day four comes and work was really stressful and you didn't have time for lunch. You get home and head straight for the cupboard where you have some leftover chips from before you embarked on this new journey. You grab them standing in front of the pantry and start eating them. They are so good. You just can't stop. You feel so much better and your stress has gone away. You take the bag to the couch, turn on your favorite flick and continue eating. This is just what I needed, you think. But then you realize what you're doing. (laughs) That you weren't supposed to have chips. That they are, in fact, on the do not eat list. You get mad at yourself. You feel like you have failed and realize you just can't stick to anything. So you decide to have the rest of the ice cream in the freezer. Because why not? You already ruined your diet. So you may as well just have at it. Then day five comes and you start off well, but it's the weekend and you know, you were good almost the entire week. So you deserve a treat, right? You indulge in a drink, but then the guilt sets in and you say, heck with it and go all out on dinner and dessert, not caring about your meal plan. And this continues all weekend because you figure you'll just start over on Monday right? You will have more willpower this time and, you know, be more strict. You'll get rid of all the junk food in your pantry. And this time it'll be different. Only it isn't. Friday rolls around and you are so stressed with work and you, um, and you know, your home life that you stop at the drive-through on the way home and you get some French fries. And this starts the downward downward spiral for the weekend. 
right? So who can relate to this story in some capacity, right? I know I can. And I have many of clients who are just like, that's my, you know, that's my, my pattern is to start new on Monday, start fresh on Monday. And then I go all out on the weekend. And then I'm like, I'll just start again on Monday. Right. So I know this happened to me all the time, you know, with a new diet, it might have, you know, lasted a couple of weeks or even a month, but then there was something that would come up and I would fall off the diet and end up overeating, ruining any progress that I made. And so many of my clients struggled with this when they first started working, working with me. So what gives? Now that you know this happens to more than just you, <laughs> why is this happening? You're like, phew, I'm not the only one. <laughs> why don't diets work? Well, first of all, let's talk about your brain and how your brain works. Your brain is designed to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and do what's easiest. And you guessed it, you get a lot of pleasure from yummy tasting food that is usually on the do not eat list of most diets, right? Sugar being one of them, um, processed carbs being another, um, ice cream, which has sugar and fat, and it's just delicious, right? And often it's easier to, you know, order food, pick it up on the way home than it is to make a home cooked meal. It's just so much easier, right? We want to take the easy way out. So we as humans were designed to crave sugary, carby, salty, and fatty foods. That's just how we're made. That's what kept us alive for so many years and how we have arrived to our predicament today. So next, a lot of diets have unrealistic expectations, right? Expecting you to cook three new meals a day for the next two weeks or to stay away from an entire food group or an entire macronutrient or they expect you to eat six times a day when you don't have time to prepare and eat six meals each day. Or they require you to like a variety of food. And when there's something on the menu that you don't like, you don't have an option for an alternative. It's like, just eat this and there's nothing else. So with this, you're setting yourself up for failure. Maybe cooking three new meals a day is not realistic for you or you don't like pork. So when pork chops are on the menu, you don't know what to have instead. So you revert back to a go-to meal or, you know, eating out or going through the drive-thru or you're asked to go vegan with no support on, you know, what to cook or how to get protein in without animal products. Diets tend to be too restrictive as well. You know, when you're told to, you know, eat certain food groups or types of food, um, or not eat certain food groups or types of food, um, you know, we tend to rebel. When you're told not to eat sugar because it makes you fat, after a few days, all you can think about is sugary foods, right? <laughs> Until you eventually give in to your cravings and fall off the diet. With restriction also comes the fact that maybe you aren't eating enough, leaving you physically hungry throughout the day. And after some time of this, your body is going to crave energy and therefore you give into your cravings yet again and fall off the diet. And when diets are too restrictive and have great expectations, this is not sustainable for the long run. 
right? You want to do something you're going to be able to do for the rest of your life. Are you going to stay off sugar for the rest of your life? Probably not. <laughs> I know I like sugar every now and then. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what about parties? What about weddings? What about birthdays? How do you handle these? I am sure the diet doesn't teach you how to go to a party and not have dessert or how to go to a party and have dessert, right? <laughs> Most diets aren't sustainable in the long run. So next, diets perpetuate the all or nothing mindset. They teach you that there are good foods and bad foods and that you need to stay away from bad foods in order to be successful. It's either all or nothing. If you aren't 100% perfect, then you have fallen off the diet and ruined any progress you've made. This is the all or nothing mindset that you have to be perfect and all in, in order to be successful. And diets perpetuate this way of thinking. With this way of thinking, you're, you're not going to be successful with your weight loss efforts in the long run. Because as soon as you eat something off of your diet, you are going to give up. You are going to swing the other way and eat all the foods you weren't allowed to eat on the diet. This is not a healthy mindset to have when it comes to food or exercise. It will only encourage your diet binge cycle. Lastly, diets, oh, not lastly, almost lastly, diets don't count for bioindividuality. Now, bioindividuality is where everybody or every body is different. Everybody's body is different um, and it reacts to food differently and therefore will need different types of food and different amounts of food in order to be healthy and feel good in their body. Take Greek yogurt. You probably think of this as a healthy food and that it would be great to incorporate into your diet, but some people can't tolerate dairy. They get bloated. It causes eczema or they break out. So Greek yogurt would not be something that they would want to eat every day or every other day. When you take into account bioindividuality, you choose foods that feel good in your body and that support your goals. Now, lastly, <laughs> let's talk about mindset in general. You know, you can change your diet and exercise, but if you don't change your mindset about these lifestyle habits, you are not going to keep these habits up. You will only revert back to your old habits. When you eat healthy and exercise, but struggle with emotional eating, a meal plan or diet plan is not going to help you with your emotional eating. It just is not. This is an entirely different area that you need to address in order to be successful in your food and weight journey. And diets, diets don't address this. They simply tell you what to eat, when to eat, and how much to eat. That's it. So without the mindset support, you are just going to revert back to your old habits. Okay. So now I hope that this has cleared the air for you around your ability or lack thereof to stick to a diet. Know that it's not your fault that you fail diets, right? They are just missing so many components that will help you be successful in the long run. 
Okay. There's so much more to developing a healthy relationship with food to reducing your cravings and healing your emotional eating than what you eat. Okay. Okay. My friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher in the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I greatly appreciate it. And of course, feel free to share this episode with anybody who you think could benefit. And join me for my next episode where I introduce you to the rebellion mindset. (laughs) Who feels like a rebel? At least sometimes, right? (laughs) So we're going to talk about, you know, what is the rebellion mindset? How it affects your weight? And what to do to shift out of it. Okay, my friends, until next time, have a wonderful day or weekend or month. (laughs) Hopefully it's not a month until I see you next. Mm -hmm. Bye.